0: Boys, you'll never outgrow us. Each sold separately. I like those uh, one.
1: Welcome to another amazing and titillating episode of Where the Toys Are. This is episode three on November 4th, 2020, a very historic time for everybody in the world, and especially the toy world, because it keeps us sane. I'm your host. Brent James, I'm where the toys are on Instagram, and here's my
2: amazing co-host. Hey, I'm Sam Super with uh, Grail Gangu on Instagram and the Audio Tourist. Um, yeah, it's a definitely historical time. Allegedly, I mean, we've By seen. By the time this show is over, we'll have
1: a, I think, a new president. By the time it airs, we'll know.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you never know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. We'll really, see. Constant theme of this show is you never know. You never know. Anything and, can happen. And open things. Right. So how's it been going? It's going great.
1: It's been. Uh, the same. We're hunting. We're doing all of our Yeah. trying to stay sane in this, in this time. I got a dog. I got a new dog. So she's keeping me really busy. I haven't been
2: snapping as many pictures. Oh, that's great. Because I've wanted to. But she's
1: she's amazing. I she's, saw
2: pictures. She's beautiful. She's
1: upstairs. You'll love her.
2: Yeah. She's really nice. I mean, dogs. I'm a dog person, too. Uh, I guess, you know, eventually when I get older, hopefully I'll be collecting uh, lots of dogs instead of action figures. Or both.
1: <laughs> The so, minute, the minute she gets a hold of mine, that's all over. But like, that's, that's <laughs> crossed that bridge.
2: Well, when they get out of that whole biting on stuff phase, I remember my, my puppy I have now, which is actually an eleven year old dog, so he's not really a puppy, but I you know he's still my puppy. Yeah. He, uh, when he was a year old, he ate up like a bunch of like Star Wars and uh, GI Joe action figures um, off myself in my old apartment in San Francisco, and I came home and I'm like, oh, bandit, that oh that sucks, man. Like, and it's not like I replaced him, because it's like it was kind of an impulse buy to begin with. But yeah. what are you gonna do?
1: What are you gonna do? <laughs>
2: Precious little things. So, what have
1: you been up to? How have you been feeling? And
2: I've been, I've been okay. You know, things. things have been fine. Um, you know, last night we just uh, were glued to the television set and yeah. a little bit of anxiety, but you know that's what the, the good old uh, whiskey and uh, beers are for. And me and my partner had a nice uh, ordered in some sushi, watched a lot of. Um, news programs, which are just pretty much uh, people touching screens and uh, going back and forth with uh, imaginary mathematics and totals and stuff. Um, intense music to Yeah, I, I wish you could add intense music to all that. <laughs> but we would take breaks. We took breaks. We started watching Storage Wars at one point, because, you know, we're just kind of like, oh, you know, fuck it. Like Let's yeah, just watch cool. Storage Wars and relax. And then we put on the new Bill and Ted movie, <laughs> which was really funny. Um, <laughs> they did a good job. I mean, you can't really screw up Bill and Ted. I mean, uh, it's, it's really, uh, it was really funny. It was enjoyable, but it was a really nice thing to kind of break up the tension last night. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, on the toy front, I got a lot of stuff that, uh, has been arriving this week. Mm. Um, I'd have to really say that right now, uh, if we're going to rate people who ship stuff, I'm going to have to go with GameStop being number one right now. Their stuff <laughs> totally. is fast. Amazon fast. Um, I ordered some stuff on Thursday, I got it on Monday, and it was well-packed, really well-packed, with good selection. All the pre-order stuff is finally starting to arrive. Pre-order Transformers Earthrise Wave, the new Star Wars Waves. Um. Also, the McFarlane uh, DC and McFarlane Mortal Kombat waves are coming out, mm-hmm. and they're all um, arriving at GameStop in a timely manner. Huh? Yeah. So that's been pretty cool. Um. And are you the- caught up, Black Series wise? Have you? No, no, no. no, no. I, I, I might never ever got caught up. I just got the Beskar, uh, Beskar armor mandalorian finally uh black series really neat figure the cape is problematic they should just do a cloth cape i don't
1: know why they don't
2: yeah um, even c- cobra commander got a cloth got a wired cloth cape the new you know, oh the new the collect new one the yeah. new new one that's like the ultimate cobra right. commander yeah i i ended up canceling a few of the hasbro things because i kind of found stuff in the wild and felt i don't really don't need three cobra commanders right um and then I also was stoked in uh, acquiring the Transformers Back to the Future 35th Anniversary <laughs> uh, transformable car. It's really cool. It's the DeLorean, but it turns into this uh, robot named Gigawatt or something. Have you done it? I haven't done it. The box is really nice. It's a window box. It's Transformers um, and Back to the Future. And I think I'm just going to leave it in the box. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So that was pretty cool. And then um, as far as shipping failures goes, Amazon... Shipped out a two-pack of Ironhide and Prowl for Earthrise, and they just took the retail box, slapped mailing labels on it, and left it on my doorstep. Oh god! And I, I saw the, you know, they send you a little thing that's all, hey, your item has arrived. Here's proof that it's on your doorstep. And I was like, oh my gosh, they just, they just like picked it up off the shelf, slapped labels on it, and shipped it. So I get home. And it's like, you know, it's like finding a dead bird who'd been like eaten by a <laughs> falcon. It was Ooh. just, it it's was like just the opposite damaged. of
1: the treat truck or what was that fucking thing they did on? Oh yeah. The treat truck. Remember The treat truck. Yeah. The treat truck is cool. Yeah, like an entire wave of black series figs off the treat truck.
2: Yeah. Do you, I mean, so the, let me, let me finish, <laughs> let me get into the, the, let me, let me talk, let me cry about my transformers real fast. <laughs> then I'll get into the treat truck. So <laughs> they delivered this thing on my doorstep and it was just battered, torn. I was so pissed. I returned it. I mean, I'm not, I, I collect yeah. the boxes. And, you know, and, and so I went ahead and returned it. And I'm probably not going to reorder it because there's just no point. I don't think that they, they can do pre orders. I got a two pack of uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters Black Series shipped the same way the 4LOM really? um, Zuckiest Wave. They just slap stickers on the box. And the box is really nice. Kind of gets, sometimes you get stuff just for the box. Totally ruined. It could also like pop open too. It's also like a very fragile box if it's not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so. mine came flat, so huh. I, I ended up keeping a, keeping that box. But Dang. but I was just like, you know what, you got to really put your foot down sometimes with people.
1: Yeah, it's also <laughs> the principle of the thing too. If you're gonna leave this open th- on my porch, yeah, this thing,
2: and that's that's the worst. But you know, the flip side to that was, uh, you know, uh, last year Amazon started doing this like truck thing, the Amazon truck, where it would deliver locally to different um, Whole Foods supermarkets, and they'd say, hey, we've got this item on the treat truck order it now and then meet us over at the treat truck and pick it up. And when the last wave of the new last uh, last Jedi Mandalorian figures came out, was it last December? Yeah. Um they no, had this yeah, they no had problem. this exclusive white box um deal. They uh, Amazon put out the entire wave of what 12 figures or something yeah. in, in white boxes that are really valuable now online. But I was able to snatch up the entire thing off the treat truck. It, it was, was like the
1: Force Friday of correct. last year. It was
2: a – yeah, it was a yeah. virtual Force Friday. Um, You know, Force Friday is when they do like uh, releases of new Star Wars stuff before a movie or before a TV show. And this was technically for The Last Jedi and The Mandalorian. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, no, Rise, of Rise of Skywalker and Mandalorian. And that was really cool to like order something and two hours later it's like sitting at a at a truck in a shi- the shipping box that came in from China. Um, from Amazon and I went and picked it's it up and I haven't so opened it weird. either. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: think you're talking about like drones and things bringing us our figs. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. Maybe some toilet paper and the new best car Mandalorian.
2: Yeah. So it's been cool, I, I, I don't know. I feel kind of conflicted about catching up on the new black series star Wars wave because there's so many great looking figures, but I've got stuff on pre-order where I'm like, you know what? Some of these, I'm just not going to open right. and I tend to open a lot of stuff. Um, I did pick up the, uh, Fallen Order GameStop exclusive Biker Scouts love him they're really awesome and I picked up also the Fallen Order Purge Trooper with Electrostaff love them beautiful figures Um, really you know those are the GameStop exclusives that once they come out they sell out and that's they're pretty much gone
1: and also the GameStop. not to interrupt you but the GameStop
2: in Emeryville is open again really
1: yep I saw it today it's all boarded up because they don't know what's going to happen with this election, yeah but it's, it, it's
2: really funny like the entire world is just boarded up right yeah, now
1: they, they just everybody <laughs> (laughs) just keeps their boards you know know, just in case something pops off but i just think that uh when you know if oh god well i don't want to get political and things on this episode we will going forward but (laughs) but speaking but touching on what you were talking about as, as far as like uh cherry picking waves not really cherry picking but i decided that if i buy a box set that has three or four figs in it i don't need another one when if i see it on the shelf we'll see But I don't need two Princess Leia Endor's, you know. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Once you have one, because everybody knows what I use them for. Right. I don't have a shelf full of them. I I would like that, but yeah. uh, Yeah. So I've got to. I've got to pull back. I'm pulling back on buying things at Super Seven. Right. I love it to death, but I just I don't have. You know, I can't.
2: There's no space. There's no space. You can't justify it. I know. It's it's really funny because I think we talked about this previously that I, I keep my boxes. Yeah. So that's like. Double trouble. <laughs> That's like a big problem. Well, we were, my partner and I were today were talking about um, uh,
1: discussing getting a storage just for empty boxes. Because most of these are just empty boxes. Yeah. Days. But then I'm like, well, do I want a garage and a storage? The reason I wanted my house is to get a, you know,
2: have storage. So, so
1: we'll <laughs> see. We'll see.
2: Yeah. Let's so see. aside from that, um, let's see what else. Oh, I actually went to the movies uh, last week. Wow. I-, I went to go see uh, the new Christopher Nolan movie, Tenant, which I've been talking about wanting to see in IMAX on IMAX. Huh. It was great. There was not very many people in the theater. Uh, my uh, partner, she's like, hey, we're going to the movies. The theater is open. Let's go check it out. We went. Um, it, was, uh, it was weird. Everybody was kind of weirded out by it. Our theater had maybe eight people in it. Wow. Um, it was really loud, and I forgot how loud movies are, considering I haven't had any real amplified sound in the last, uh, you know, so many months. Yeah. But it was really cool. The weirdest thing was how cheap the concessions were. Hmm. Now, we got, uh, you know, popcorn. We got, it was after work, so we got two hot dogs, a soda, and two beers. It was like 23 bucks. Wow. That's cheap.
1: That would be like for a beer and a straw.
2: Yeah. In the old <laughs> So I think days. a lot of these theaters are dying off. And I think they're just like, hey, we got all this stuff in storage. You got to get rid of it, you know? Um, but it was really cool to go to the movies. And you know what? If I can't go to the movies again for another six months, I think I'll be okay. That's cool. Yeah. yeah.
1: They're not going to be any Star Wars movies in the theater. So I really don't need to <laughs> be planning anything anytime soon unless they re release, like, I don't know, Halloween or the Empire Strikes. They've been showing Empire in different parts of the world. They've been doing
2: it in, in drive ins. Anyway. You know, it actually uh, earned that. some money. Um, so what what have you been up to? I think to- just. <laughs> Uh, what'd you say? <laughs> I said driving's make me super. Old. I don't want to see
1: a Star Wars movie there. I want to be clean there. During the Star Wars movie. Um, what were you saying? <laughs> so what have Long you been? Hunt- what have you been hunting for? I've been hunting for anything I can find. I found uh, the Christmas uh, Santa. Oh
2: man, Range Trooper at Target. Tell them that was great. That, so they, they tell have- them. So Hasbro, uh, the Black Series, Star Wars, the Black Series, decided to do holiday special editions of Stormtroopers dressed in like festive elf colors, Santa colors, candy with candy cane guns and porgs. gingerbread robots Ginger and poor. It's they're really hideously ugly Christmas sweaters, but if you look, they're really good prints. Yeah, I mean they they look cool, but I just feel like I don't know. It just feels like a money grab and. I get it, but I mean, I guess I just got to accept the fact that Star Wars is literally Hello Kitty. It's. (laughs) I think that, and somebody
1: I think um, said it as well from Hasbro. They're trying to make people happy. You know, that's um, that I can uh, see that. Thank you so much. That's, but that's what Star Wars has been doing for a lot of us for forty-five years. You know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, just saving it from the weirdness. It's the guaranteed joy bringer. The guarantee, yeah, you're going to be broke afterwards. but You're going to be <laughs> happy as fuck. I met a, you know, met tons of people with uh, through Star Wars and like and that connection. So we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to go over these amazing toy catalogs that people are trying to bring back.
2: Oh, this is these are these are hilarious.
0: <laughs> mm. It's here, the new Sears Wish Book, and oh, what a wish book! Over 600 pages, some with gifts your family's never gotten before. Gifts they'll really be glad to open gifts that are fun and lovable and unexpected. Oh, my wish book. There are gifts that Sears will monogram. How about something colorful or warm and cozy or tasteful? Now's the time to look in the wish book for ideas. I love you. There's something for everyone on your list, including brand names and gifts that are hard to find. There are even special pages of gifts that cost just what you want to spend. Oh, my wish book. It's so easy to make wishes come true with the new Sears Wishbook. Sears will even ship your gifts for you. What more could you wish for?
2: And we're back. So like any good uh, capitalistic consumer society, Halloween is, is done. So it's November, Over. November fourth. It's time to talk about Christmas. Let's go.
1: It totally is, and nothing better to do that with than these mail away catalogs that we've got in the mail from Amazon and from Target here.
2: Yeah, they're what we would call wish books. Mm-hmm. Make a list. <laughs> Check back it in twice. the day, they would have them
1: like. <laughs> I started your list. We'll for talk you. about it in a second. <laughs> yeah, um, but back in the day, J.C. Penney's, Sears, um, Sears. I had a store called Ardan's Best Products. Yeah. I'm aging myself, but but you know what? Who, a f- f- with about age, um, would send you these books. Yeah,
2: and they, you would just circle things and give them to your parents. And Yeah, they were big. They are about the size of, like, uh, I don't know, they were, like, at least uh, probably, like, four or five inches thick. Yep. And, uh, you know, they'd be filled with all the cool, cheesy uh, displays for all the cool action figures and toys. Yep. I remember it was just usually white, or Christmassy backgrounds, or brown backgrounds, and whatever the toy was. Could you imagine being a toy photo- a professional toy photographer back then? Just, I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, all you have to do is, like, okay, make sure that that background is more brown. Yep, and make <laughs> another
1: mountain. Make another newspaper mountain. <laughs> Something. I love it. So, I'm surprised that a lot of people didn't do it leading being jumped off from that, you know? Like... <laughs> You know, yeah, grow, I want to be that when I grow up, kind of thing.
2: Oh my gosh. So, I guess a lot of us did. I remember getting those catalogs and did. being stoked on them. And I never circled the game into my mom because I just, I never, never occurred to me. I just kept them around. And then my sister would like, she collected magazines, so she'd like steal them from me. Um, but in the mail um, over the last month, I got a joy delivered Amazon wish book. Love and that. we can start your adventure and uh, find stuff you want, make a list, circle it. This is all uh, toys.
1: Have you looked through it yet?
2: I have. And, um, you know, I'm just going to go right to page 28 where it's all Star Wars Mandalorian. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you got the, the Yoda and you got the Legos and you got the, uh, you know, some masks and stuff. And then- none of it's available. <laughs> no, none of it's available. But <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, they have that stuff. And then they have like, you know, uh, educational toys. And then they have... Uh, you know board games and all these you know uh, uh I guess uh Uh, female trending dolls or female identifying dolls um and then you know play-doh and all sorts of other crap and it's pretty funny because i'm like oh cool you know so i've been sitting on this it's been like by my bedside and i've been you know reading it every night before i go to bed you know wishing for a better world and then i gave brett the target one the target one's pretty cool it's it looks like a target You know, target still sounds like mailers and stuff but it was kind of funny to get like a an entire catalog it's all doll baby things in target it looks like doll baby oh here's some some adults, all babies, and
1: things, hulks and hulks, hulks and things. Yeah, here, it doesn't look like there's a lot of Star Wars. Is but that, that going to be your always about Star Wars? Though.
2: <laughs> that's going to be uh, our antique uh, Marvel <laughs> Legends store in 20 years. Hulks and things, totally. <laughs> some of them have been opened before, but they're all intact. Yeah, they're all intact. They all have their things. Yeah, this looks like a, just it's
1: like the one. Uh, there's some cute things though, like this tree house for. Fisher, and then Fisher pricey things, that's
2: yeah. And cool. there's like other stuff, so it's it's skewed from uh, pretty much the kids, and that's that's cool. But I thought it was kind of neat that you know you got all these uh, all these cool things that you can look at and then order them online. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. So, so anyways, uh, that goes lots the, of lots of Legos. We'll file that under circular. Um, so, anyways, uh, you know, so with the year uh, ending soon, uh, online, I was reading uh, toy news like I do all the time, and there was a interesting um, article about the industry toys of the year nominations. Now the industry toys of the year nominations is for the actual toy industry. And I guess it's based on toys that actually sell, Hmm. um, not stuff that we really collect, but, uh, you know, the headline is Mattel leads the 2021 toy of the year award finalist list. And it's all Mattel stuff. So like American girl dolls, Barbie cave Cub, Fisher price, uh, The Fisher-Price Thank You Heroes line action figure of the year. Oh, wow. Um, Anyways, and then, like, the Fisher-Price Batcave and Mega Constructs. You know, Mega Constructs that knock off Legos? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, but the Star Wars Mandalorian the Child 11-inch plush. Plush toy of the year. There it is. So, anyways, for seventy five years, they've led the industry with innovative, the ones. innovative designs and strong license partnerships. So, this is the toy industry's.
1: Babe, is it them and Hasbro? Are like, they the two? I should know this. Are they the two like powerhouse?
2: Yeah, I think I think it's them. Um, pretty much. Uh, with Mattel, you know, totally leading the way. Right. But uh, but it's interesting because I this got you know thrown into my regular action figure insider toy news, huh. and I'm like, wow, that's interesting because I wonder. What the best-selling stuff was for the adult collector is yeah. in uh, at our at our level, at <laughs> our our, refinement at our thing. Yeah. So it got me thinking about like you know uh, we you know collecting more than ten figures a year, which I know that I do. <sighs> what would you consider your top five if you're going to give us a top five for your year end for right now for right now oh, as of November? If... This this is nobody will hold you to this. Is not going to go on some crazy. No, because I do
1: want to do like a real for sure. You know, you know, like a a countdown later on in the year yeah. to the end of the year, but. Um, off the top of my head, uh, the Cobra Trooper. Okay, I was just looking at him today. I totally forgot that I'd bought in some GI Joe. The GI Joe Cobra Trooper. But you got you got me to two of them, yeah. thirty two or three of them. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that would definitely be one of them. And then, gosh, uh, the Rebel Trooper from okay. Hasbro—that's for sure. That was this year, right? Yeah. Um. Oh. Uh, chet from super Seven.
2: Oh yeah oh that's such a cool figure. that's a really good one the weird science chet action figure mm-hmm.
1: Raphael from super seven okay the Raphael that's- ninja turtles figure yeah yeah i'd really i'm really into that um I, although that wouldn't will for sure get replaced and then i just i don't know i i got the um oh gosh i'll have to come back it, there's so many right that i don't know
2: yeah, and it's it's for me it's it's uh, there's a few things that I picked up this year that I'm like whoa this is really really cool um, as far as how neat it was and all the you know extra stuff that it came with or whatever I'd have to go with the uh, SH Figure Arts uh, uh, Avengers Infinity War uh, Spider Man figure mm-hmm. um, usually. When these movies come out or movies uh, in general come out that have action figures in them, they usually have uh, prototype information. So the costumes aren't that great. They're not spot on they're not movie accurate. But then later, at least the Japanese companies end up putting out figures later after the movie's already come out and they actually know what stuff looks like. And the Spider-Man, the Iron Spider figure that came out from S.H. Figure Arts is amazing. It's Mm. uh, Infinity War's Endgame version and it comes with like... Really cool parts, and it's it just looks fantastic. It looks like it jumped off the screen. What scale? It's uh, uh you know, uh, it's like six inch scale, pretty much. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, but all those you know those Japanese S.H. figure arts kind of are smaller than Black Series, but they're really detailed, super detailed. Yeah, so that one's one that I really liked. Oh, I'm sorry, Nosferatu. Oh, the that's uh, my oh, the Mezco Nosferatu. That's, yeah,
1: that's my first one. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, keep the, going. the Mezco
2: Nosferatu is pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, I
1: I forgot about that. Yeah,
2: um, I'd have to say that something that I that that's really grown on me was the Mezco John Wick figure. Okay. Um, I I ordered it. I'm not going to get into the shenanigans, but I ended up with it and pretty stoked on it. <laughs> um, and it's been sitting on my desk at work for like months and it's just really cool. Inspiring the, the, you. The likeness isn't very totally Keanu Reeves, but the the one that looks like he got beat up looks like Keanu Reeves and it comes with so much accessories, it comes with the dog, comes with gold coins, comes with like three guns. And they did this weird thing in his suit where like it looks like he has shoulder pads. Mm-hmm. But anyways, really great figure, uh. really cool for Mezco. And then I'd have to go with um, for black series. Something that I was really, um, really enjoyed is the uh, Return of the Jedi Luke uh, in the uh, Jabba's Palace outfit yeah. with the cloak and the blaster and the um, lightsaber. That's something that I had when I was a kid that I really loved. It was like one of my favorite action yeah. figures because it had the the soft gigs remove soft goods uh-huh. removable cloak. Then um, we thought it was so ahead of its time. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Love it. And then I think number four is gonna probably be a Transformer. Um, the Optimus Prime Earthrise uh Transformer. It's you know, Optimus Prime comes with the trailer, comes with himself, turns into a truck, but it's uh, it's the detail and the sculpt, and it just looks really good. And I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of Transformers, so I thought that was really enjoyable. And then I'm gonna go for number five. You know, I'm gonna have to come back to number five because there's just so much great stuff. Um, you know, I, I could even say probably uh, maybe that Marvel Legends uh, Bruiser Punisher on the motorcycle I just got. That's a
1: good one. That's
2: a really good one. It's, I'm yeah. a big Punisher fan, and they made this uh, Punisher from Punisher kill, kill Crew, which is a comic book where the Punisher gets a bunch of people together to go on some kill crew outing. And he comes on like a crazy big Harley. He comes with a weird Viking helmet, like a baseball bat, a machete, and some guns. And he just looks like he got beaten up. He looks, his nose is cracked. He's got a receding hairline, and he looks really upset. And he just, and he's all big and buff. But I mean, Marvel Legends has been really knocking it out of the park with their face tech and their sculpts i mean there's just so much cool stuff that has come out this year but i mean just off the top of my head those are five things that i think are really awesome
1: yeah like i said if i dig deep or not even deep at all i'm gonna find probably 10 or 20 for
2: you yeah exactly you know and then is there anything that you still have seen that's Available this year that you want to get your hands on, that you're like, "Ooh, that looks kind of good. If I can get a hold of it." No, I think I'm
1: caught up. I think of well, th-
2: these weird Walmart
1: pre-orders of the Ahsoka wave. Oh my
2: gosh, this whatever happens just... with that. See, it's it's interesting. So but back I... in back in the pre-order train, Walmart, they they it's been like two and a half months, almost three March. months now. It was March was it March? Yes. So March been, 31st is my order. Date. We've been waiting for the Black Series Ahsoka Clone Wars. Wave of figures, which always, is like yes, it was Mark. Yeah, it's like Ahsoka, um, who's a female Jedi, very famous female Jedi. Uh, two clone troopers with uh, their, her legion markings on them, and then. Uh, some uh, Mandalorian soldiers. It it was a really cool set of like six figures that they uh, solicited. We pre-ordered. We paid for. And I keep getting these little emails that are like, hey, it's coming out November 1st. Hey, latest is coming out December 1st. But the thing that's really, really upsetting is they're selling these things online, and they're in the stores available in the stores
1: if you can find them. Well, because people are walking in and buying all of them. Yeah. You know, we've talked about that before, too. We won't get into that again. Yeah. These nasty old things. The people with the S-words. Yeah, <laughs> we had some guy call me at the, at the shop the other day, and he was so pissed because we'd reissued the first wave of Iron Maiden figures. And he was so pissed because he, you know, sells these things. And, you know, don't you know, don't turn it into Hasbro. And don't turn know hope you know. You know don't you know what's good for the fucks us collectors? And I'm like, if you look in the back of the package, and see a date stamp. You see that? And it's like, oh yeah. Well, there you go. Then you don't, you know <laughs> then you you're covered. Oh, I didn't think of it that way. You know. Yeah. Like just you know some people are just complete. Oh,
2: I don't know. Yeah, people people get greedy, and people you know I mean it's collecting. People love it's exclusivity. Collecting you know and, and that's, whatever you want to do with it whatever you want to do with it it's just sometimes people go ham on trying to like get obsessive about how i got this mm-hmm. I got this one thing yeah it it and
1: it's just really intense and like i said before and you know i think that uh when all of the election thing is over people will calm down a bit i i hope
2: yeah you it know it seems like or- the toy
1: world is just escalating more and more
2: yeah or we can actually you know maybe go places and do things i'm
1: really happy that snake mountain is coming into people's homes now and people are loving it there's no complaint so far there's the only complaint i hear is um where is it where's mine where's yeah. mine where's mine but not like it sucks or whatever so
2: that's we, we talked good for about them we talked about the super seven matches of the universe snake mountain playset. Mm-hmm. i finally got to watch an unboxing online yesterday of it and it's It's huge, and it's It's really really pretty, what they did with it, and they have stuff that used to be stickers on the old playset that they actually made into molded pieces, so... Amazing. If you, if you want to see something cool, look up the Super 7 Snake Mountain playset on YouTube. Um, I think Pixel Dan was the first guy to open it. Mm-hmm. And man, it was really, really cool. If you want to actually see what we're talking about on like what they're doing with playsets and how intricate they are totally for adult collectors. I mean, just unless if you really
1: want to like geek out and just see what the people are capable of.
2: Yeah. I mean, this I just, is it. and if you're a kid who's 10 years old and you're getting that from your folks, you're a very lucky Richie Rich kid.
1: <laughs> just like back in the day only like to pretty much just like the rich little queens were the ones that has i had castle Grey School, but this one queen named michael uh i won't say his name but you could always beep it out later lozano <laughs> is, um had all the snake mountain things he was very into she and uh so we used to invade his in his his uh, garage but, but he was the rich kid he had the, yeah. the f- one kid i knew that had the flag
2: Wow. Oh my gosh. So the The USS, G.I. Joe Joe USS flag, look that up. The Hasbro 1980s USS flag. It's literally a replica of an aircraft carrier that you can land your actual gigantic G.I. Joe fighter jets on. Or x wing fighters. Yeah, I remember. I got a funny story about the flag. When I was a kid, there were some kids in L- the greater LA area who were some Christian group who were leading some kind of peace movement to stop nuclear war and stuff. <laughs> so they buried a USS flag in some park somewhere. In its box? No, like, they took it out of the box and they buried it. And, like, me and my buddy saw this on the news and we're like, we need to go f- dig that fucker up, man. That's like free. They <laughs> probably buried it and then dug it back up to see how, people- how many people would do that. Oh, my gosh. But I, I swear. Shit. I sh- I swear to Dave, man, it was absolutely crazy to see that on TV that somebody would bury that because that toy now is worth thousands and you can't get a complete one mint in the box. It is too big. There's too many moving parts. Yeah, It's just... I I, mean, if you found one of those intact,
1: you've uncovered like this.
2: Yeah. I mean, if I found one of those intact, I could probably afford a... a, 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 There's your house. (laughs) I could probably afford a a Tesla.
1: There's your down payment on your Tesla. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) We'll be right back. I
0: got it. Wow.
1: Here it is, the USS Flag aircraft carrier. Imagine being on the deck
0: of this aircraft carrier. The USS Flag is fantastic. It's so big. All right, man, you Get ready to launch aircraft. Where's the Admiral, not here. GI We've got Cobra. USS Flag aircraft carrier comes with what you see here, other figures and equipment sold separately. Joe,
1: Joe! And we are back. Hey, Sammy, when's your birthday? I don't think I've ever asked you that. Uh, December. December 8th. 8th, nice. You're right around the corner. Yes, mine is in fourteen days. Oh boy! On November eighteenth, nice. Which is the day that um, the Jonestown massacre happens.
2: Oh, you're you're a killer Scorpio, mm-hmm, <laughs> a
1: killer queen, baby. Oh, there you go. Um, but it's the day after what the uh, has come to be has come to be known in the Star Wars world as Life Day, because that's the day that the Star Wars um, holiday special airs. Is it
2: in November? Mm-hmm. November
1: seventeenth oh. is Life Day.
2: Okay, you want a real hoot? As a as a as a Star Wars historian, uh, I have to say that. The Star Wars Holiday Special is legendary because as hated as it was by George Lucas, it has become the new cornerstone of the Mandalorian and a lot of the new stuff they're doing for Star Wars. So you want a good laugh? G- you know take a nice 10 minutes out of your life and go look up the star wars holiday special if b arthur was alive today she would have already been on the mandalorian oh i know I b-, b arthur you. was on Jean it you like know, was on it. she was like the head episode. she was like the head golden girl or whatever harvey corman b arthur b arthur oh jefferson starship jefferson did a song starship. yeah and Diane then carol was the, on that yeah and then also uh jesus and Mark also Connie luke leia that. han chewbacca and Everything. a bunch of other things. Uh, it's just amazing. So, so, Life Day is in November.
1: Life, Life Day is November 17th. And that makes me think of because during that showing, I remember putting together the Kenner Cantina. Do you remember that playset that had like the weird, like you know, the backdrop? And then it had like the. Now, you know, you're the talking about the one that, that has the
2: backdrop, set. a little seat that you can move, the little, the little floor. Exactly. Lever the so you can make Han turn around or Rito turn around.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and i was putting that and i just got me to thinking about like you know like my favorite toy since then since it is that season you know yeah it always makes me think of like kicking off and the next week is thanksgiving the next week is you know chris you know leading into christmas and trying to keep that spirit alive this year uh i'm looking forward to being able to being selling you know selling toys to people hopefully and you know keeping that Happiness alive. So you know that's that's really your favorite old toys. Well, that's
2: really funny that you should say. Uh, you know the joy that the the joy that you get out of Christmas because you know not everybody has it really easy. But when I was a kid, I always got toys at Christmas. There was Christmases that like I remember we had a bad Christmas where like my folks forgot Christmas because they were busy fighting. <sighs> but the you know I could count pretty much when things were good. I'd be getting some Star Wars stuff at Christmas. Yeah, I have pictures of myself. Um, you know in. Star Wars pajamas opening up, you know, a There's 12 inch Luke Skywalker. That same like picture of all of us you, by
1: the tree. You have yeah. the one package. It's yeah. like the Millennium Falcon or an ad ad or something. Whatever. Um, so crazy.
2: Yeah. So I don't know. I'd have to say I remember uh, then because, you know, my birthday being in December, um, I as, as rough and as sorted as a lot of our childhoods were. I'd have to say that for me, our fa- my family always pulled it together for the holidays. Yeah, totally. So for me, it's Thanksgiving, and then you know, uh, being Latino, we do Christmas Eve. We don't do Christmas Day. Yeah. Uh, but my so Christmas Eve, we do the family dinner and stuff. We might go to church, and then the next morning, we'd open up presents. But you could always open up one present the night before. Yeah. But I'd have to say uh, that's how we did it. Yeah, probably uh, Christmas style. One of the coolest things I ever got was the original Star Wars Death Star Place. Oh, yeah, me too. That was, like, the most amazing thing to get. Look it up, the old Kenner 70s place... Death Star playset. It's like three stories. It's got the trash compactor monster. It's got the the Death Star beam. Yeah, and it was just the coolest thing. It had that elevator, elevator. Yeah, and over the years, it, that that Death Star fell in hard times because things break, and when you actually pay with your toys, stuff breaks. You got the uh, cardboard walls. Correct, the cardboard walls. But I remember later, like you know, maybe five or six years later, when I'd broken that playset, um, I used to use the elevator part. As a lie down rocket. I would oh, like yeah. put it on its side and load figures in one side and launch them out the other side. And it's
1: been like my favorite figure thing all these years is that, yeah. that one elevator. Because it had that little latch that you could take up and then lock it on the second floor and then yeah. take it up and lock it on the third. So for, Funny for me, you
2: would bring that up. Yeah, for me being a little kid, let us do this in a couple waves. That was like my little kid ages like whatever, six to ten. Yeah. And then I have more favorite toys from then. So what about you? Seven to ten? Uh seven to ten? It would it would be all Star Wars. Yeah. Before that, though, would
1: be like Six Million Dollar Man. Oh yeah, would be the right before that. What about that Star Trek playset by Mego
2: that had the spinny? Um, oh, it had the, the um,
1: transportation thing. Yeah. Well, well, there's it's one like a vinyl thing. That well, I remember
2: out. this one Star Wars play, a uh, Star Trek playset that I got. I wanted it at some church raffle. It was basically the um, the Enterprise on this like wire, and you'd have like this weird like kind of remote control thing. And you could actually make the enterprise, like kind of fly in a circle on this wire. It was really cool. That was a cool toy. There was also this one Spider-Man made by Mego that was molded, like with one of his hands up and you and it had like a plastic rope. Yep. Then you could pick it up with a spider copter. That thing was badass. Completely. And also the Million Dollar Man. I remember one Christmas getting the Six Million Dollar Man, his Bionic thing. Man playset. I got, I got his, uh, I got an astronaut suit, and I got him. That's what I got. Oh. I didn't have his little charging station. I had a, yeah, the rocket thing that would open up, and then you, it was like a
1: bed or something. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, oh, funny so enough, good. back in Micronauts, and then Star yeah. Wars
1: came, and it was like. Goodbye. Back
2: in in the late nineties or early thousands, I ended up. I went to San Diego Comic Con, and I ended up finding for a pretty good price the six million dollar man uh, fig, the twelve inch. And a Maskatron. Wow. Who is the bad guy? Yeah. Which I'd never ever been able to get as a kid, uh, but I, I, I picked had them him. both up. Yeah, I still have them. They're they're at home. Oh man, I yeah. love them. The briefcase too. The briefcase, yeah. Oh god. It's pretty pretty complete. So complete. so complex too. It was so really weird. Uh and also, but the only thing is is he has that weird thing. rubbery skin to pull up his, his bionics, that's totally shredded. Yeah. But it but it, it still looks good and you can still look through his eye and oh, stuff. So god. that was that was one thing that I picked up that was really cool that I was given. And then Maskatron. Yeah, Mascatron. And then the the Thembots, <laughs> the Thembots, yeah, and then the crossover with the Bionic Woman, and then also Bionic Bigfoot, which I never right. actually Big- had. Either. I had, I had Bigfoot, yeah, yeah. yep. Yeah. So you're saying totally. that like
1: all those toys they made that little weird like satellite thing too right. for all, a minute. all
2: those toys we just talked about are basically some of the best toys of the seventies and early eighties. Some those
1: toys we just talked about are things I use if I need to like fall asleep at night. I'll think of these things and they put me in there so wow calming. Transcendental
2: to me. Christmas toy meditation. Completely that's they wild. Were just, it was just
1: crazy, crazy good thing, crazy good times with the toys. Oh that's incredible. You know? So and that's my point about trying to bring up the you know favorite toys in the season and you know sometimes it's all we have
2: yeah it's true and it's not and even as i got older like after you know when gi joe hit in the in the early 80s that was something i wasn't getting as presents much i'd I'd have like you know paperboy jobs or i'd have other jobs and at odd jobs and i'd be able to earn maybe 10 bucks and be able to buy two three gi joes down at the local at the local Newberry's or at the Save-On. <laughs> <And> Payless. <laughs> Whatever. Um, And yeah, I was, I was able to pick some of those up. So there was a lot of really cool stuff that yeah. I collected when I got older, like the G.I. Joe stuff. And then, of course, um, you know, Japanese robots. I was really into Shogun Warriors. Oh, yeah. and um, I had Dragoon. Yeah, I was really into Shogun Warriors. And I was really into Robotech, Transformers-type uh, stuff. Spe- specifically Robotech in America, Macross in Japan. And uh, there's not... Uh, There's not a person I don't talk to who's uh, close to our age group or younger that has an interest in Japanese animation or old toys that does not bring up Robotech.
1: Exactly. Like, for
2: us, Robotech taught us, at least my my age group, when I was watching Robotech on TV, it was like the first soap opera with, like, oh, my gosh, you know, Min Mei ah. likes Rick and Lisa likes Rick and Minmei. Yeah, yeah, and all that. Minme was scandalous. <laughs> she
1: did all kinds of things. Yeah,
2: and her and her and her and her, and her cousin Lin Kao was a dirty kung fu hoe. Huh? There, it, there always has to be one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, those are just I was few... playing with strawberry
1: shortcake. Really? Yeah, I was way into that. Do
2: those actually really smell? Yeah. That's
1: funny. I wasn't into it. My sister had all of them, so uh, yeah. They they'd visit. They'd there. visit the Empire now
2: and then. <laughs> they'd go to the Death Star all the time. Crossover. They go. They go cruiser stormtroopers. Yeah, it's so odd. How yeah, they have it's them. so. I mean, old toys are something that I still still resonates with me. Uh, last year, I was working in uh, Stockton, and I stopped at this one toy shop. Um, I'll come up with a name before we get off. Which I'm going to shout out this episode. This toy shop run by this father and son. They have a lot of retro toys. Mm. Maybe stuff that's maybe even five years old. They have some new stuff, but they have a lot of old stuff. Mm. I found uh, in pretty decent condition, twelve inch Kenner Boba Fett. I think wow. I sent you a picture. Oh yeah. The only it's missing a gun and it's missing a few other things, but it has like the backpack, the hook, the rocket, the cape, and it's like in decent condition and it was like the bionic eye it it was like 50 bucks Damn! and it was funny because it was the week of my birthday so I'm like you know what I'm getting this for my birthday and I was pretty stoked because I never got that as a kid so for me I'm like oh my gosh I just picked up something that I considered a holy grail for myself exactly yeah
1: and it's funny when the it's lovely when those kind of things come along and you're not expecting it yeah absolutely you know well we're gonna take a little break and come right back
0: Indy over here Take your service, Toad. Ah! <laughs> Indiana Jones and other action figures new from Raiders of the Lost Ark Collection, each sold separately. Watch him, Cairo, Swordsman. Yeah, watch my swing. Yikes! All downhill from here, Swordsman. You'll be sorry, Jones. Tricky again, Toad. Indiana Jones, Toad, and Cairo
2: Swordsman action figures each sold separately from Raiders of the Lost Ark Collection, new from Kenner. And the VR back. Uh, we we're talking about Hello. old toys. And uh I noticed that in Brett's archives, he has an Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark tote action figure. And looks in pretty good condition. Yeah, it's great. It's got it's, the Toys R Us sticker. It's pristine. And it was funny because I was like, oh, yeah, I used to have that figure. It was like, well, gosh, I guess one of my first Nazi action <laughs> figures. A <laughs> baby's first Nazi. Yeah. But then I was thinking about it. I used to have Corgi uh British army men. And I used to have Panzer. Uh, little Panzer Soldiers. Oh, yeah. So I guess those technically were my first Nazi. Oh, yeah, finished. totally. Yeah. How about Snoopy and the Red Baron toys? Well, you know, that was pre Nazi because that's World War One. True, true.
1: <laughs> true, true.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, so it, it was, was kind of
1: scary to me, though. The Red Baron was just as scary to me
2: as You know, Nazis who was again. really scary to me was the guy who ran the Chateau in uh, Bon Voyage Charlie Brown. Oh, yeah. Did you ever see that one? Uh, yeah. Where they go to Europe? That one's hilarious, but the guy who runs the Chateau is a murderous Frenchman. Anyways, some old World War II history. You there. can
1: never have a chateau without having a murderous Frenchman. <laughs> it just goes hand in hand. Speaking of, here's a nice little glass of cheers. Hey, cheers. Cheers, cheers. We're uh, For episode three. Episode three. We love talking to you guys. and We love hearing che- clinkies. Yeah. And we love talking to everybody. And we want to start having guests.
2: On yeah. The show. We, we will see guests before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, people I run into, I'm just like, they're like, what have you been up to? I'm like, well, I got this podcast about action figures. And they're like, oh, really? I'd love to. To listen to it so it's nice to have people who aren't totally bad action figures out there listening uh because you know because um, you can it, really just talk about anything pretty too, much you know you know it's literally podcasting is just like seinfeld it's, it's about nothing and it's about, and it's about everything um. So, looking at the Indiana Jones figure you have on a minty fresh card with a nice little uh, plastic thing, mm-hmm. I'm sure out there in, uh you know, Indiana Jones land, that's a holy grail for somebody. I'm sure, yeah. In yeah. many lands. <laughs> <laughs> Deutschlands. Um, but, yeah, so we were thinking about, the like, grail. you know, holy grails, things that we've always wanted and things that you also have too you know
1: i guess uh, what what is the one thing that if you had all the money in the world and you could get what would you what is one of your holy grails
2: well again i always talk about trolling ebay for stuff that i can't afford and uh my buddy and i we, we talk daily um, about things um and uh we always look at like crazy stuff we find on ebay that's japanese i'm a big collector of again uh japanese diecast stuff mm-hmm. a vintage and new and uh, shogun warriors those wonderful 24 inch beautiful soap bottle bastards with launching fists, the classic giant robot Mm. and um you know there's a lot of those that never made it to the united states uh the basic five made it here to the united states uh mazinger uh dragoon Raiden, combatra uh the godzilla yeah and uh but there's a lot of stuff that never made it here that was still in that gigantic 24 inch scale so Every time on I'm eBay, I have a search, save search on eBay for Shogun Warrior Jumbo Machinder, and I just see stuff all the time that well, I'm like, "What, is, what does one of those go for?" Well, so I think the basic Shogun Warriors that were released here in the United States uh, through Mattel uh, that were released domestically probably average about starting at about eighty bucks for something that's beat up to two hundred and fifty to three hundred and fifty to four hundred and fifty to something that's in a box, um, and then. If you have the same versions of that that was released through Japan exclusively, like in Japan originally, sorry, uh, through Poppy, which was the producer of uh, that particular type of toy, uh, those go for starting at six hundred dollars, beating mm. up to like you know three thousand, thirty five hundred in a box, going into like Brian Flynn territory. Oh, that's that's definitely Brian Flynn territory. And uh, you know it's funny because there was a website that was a lot more active called Toy Box DX which is specifically for collectible Japanese toys. Um, and that's literally like an online catalog of stuff. So I would say my Holy Grail is probably a bunch of those uh, Tetsujin uh, or uh, Kamen Rider or uh, Grandizer Goldrak, uh, 24-inch Jumbo Machinder Shogun Warrior style big figures with like the rolly wheels and the shooting fists. Yeah. Those, I mean, that's something that's like, oh, if I had money to burn... I just fly to Japan and go shopping. I couldn't even imagine. Like,
1: what if if I could? What toy has eluded me all these years that I consider like a holy grail? I I don't even know. There are so many. Yeah, there's so many. I mean, it's probably not a Star Wars toy. That's for sure.
2: Well, the the funny thing about Star Wars toys is they were all mass produced in large amounts. Right. You can get it if you want, only if you start maybe wanting to go international in variations. But even then. Like, uh, with the GI, for example, with GI Joes, um, they were produced here in Mass by Hasbro, um, in the 80s, but then later they sold their molds or le- leased their molds to Play School in India or Europe, who produced the same characters in different colors, but they're inferior because the plastics were different, right? Or they were uh put on boxes that were like inferior quality paper. But there's still a lot of collectible but aspects, people want them. S- yeah, there's still collectible aspects of some of those based on color variation and stuff, and it gets yeah. really weird. Um, but I mean, I, I just, I'm going to have to go Japanese if I'm going to go with Holy Grail personally. I mean, mean, there's nothing you can think of that you might've missed something new or old. Yeah. Are you telling me you have everything you want? No. (laughs) See, I'm so easy to please. I really am. Oh yeah. I can tell by this pile of stuff here. You're very
1: easy to please. I am. I have everything that you want, you, you know? I would have to, I don't know. I'd have to think about it. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, To me, Holy Grail figs are, and and the thing, not always is figs, but Holy Grail things are things you can also have, you know, like things that you already own, that you know is going to be something that you've had. Like I have my very first toy ever, and his name is Puppy, and it was supposed to be, it it was a Snoopy figure from 1969. Wow. So his, you know, and he's got button eyes by now. My mom operated on him. He's got his, his squeaky is still inside of him, but it doesn't squeak. You know, his ears are white, you know, and somewhere here, I'll find it and I'll show you one of these days. But to me, that would be like my holy grail, something that I would leave, you know, somebody behind Yeah. If something were to happen to me. Yeah, that's to go get something. I would have to be like mm-hmm. you know, a, a, a totally prop. different thing. A prop, yeah, yeah,
2: a, a prop from one of your favorite movies. Uh, exactly, yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's it's, um, it's a piece of clothing. Uh, it changes over over the years, though. There was one time a year I would would totally have loved a rocket fiery Boba Fett or something like that. But right. now I'm like, no, I'd rather have like uh, something from the Wizard of Oz or something. You know that was used in.
2: How about Malachi the Rancor Keeper's loincloth?
1: Oh, um, that would be nice <laughs> as long as it's not been washed.
2: Or oh man, you know, or the you know, the miniature stuff that they used on the old movies, you know. Mm-hmm. The, the, those things are really cool. They go up for auction a lot. Uh, there's Rancho obi one up in Marin, up up north that has like, you know, which is another archive of stuff that I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that you never knew existed that you'd probably want there. Totally. But you know, you, you put it in some really good perspective where you're like, you know, you kind of, uh, I don't understand what the, the, the sky's the limit would be because I already own things that right now, w- over the last 10, 14 years of moving places or going or uh, dating various different partners. And if I end up living with them, I'm bringing this Ikea display case. It's all Japanese toys. Right. And this display case is now in my office and it's basically filled with Shogun Warriors, the big ones, diecast um Gona guy. Mazinger Great Mazinger uh Macross all the different variations of your both. office
1: you say your office is so at the, the work?
2: Yes, my work office. Okay, cuz yeah. you always
1: like text me pictures of figs and it's always like in a work desk. See, so you bring that piece there. So you've brought that piece of your world to, you know, where you work It's every really day. funny
2: because for a while I, you know, when I was in between places or didn't have a space for it, and I'm like, I'm at work all the time. Right. And I'm lucky that, like... My, Why shouldn't it be My there? boss is like, I don't care as long as it doesn't get in the way of work. And it's sitting in my office. And it's, it makes me really happy to come to work. Because it's like, I've, I've made terraform my work into an, a, a cool <laughs> workspace. But that that particular, you know, that display case is... is, is that's my holy grail. That is literally yeah. curated cool even if you didn't know what those robots were i couldn't tell you how many times guys who've come in who are older than me that aren't into toys or straight-laced dudes are like oh oh my gosh are those shogun warriors down there and I'm like, yeah and it's it's something that i'm really happy i have yeah that's taken me a lot of a lot of time to curate and collect and it's still it's still not done and the another argument or discussion i have with my my best bud down south is that the money and the time and effort being spent on things that are mass-produced now, like Black Series or newer Transformers or Marvel Legends or whatever, these Mezcos, imagine if I just would wait, not collect that stuff, and just save it for bigger pieces for my main collection.
1: Yeah. I, I wish I could make myself wait. Because <laughs> <you know? laughs> it always comes back later. Like People always... You know, these, there we're three episodes into the show, and we always talk about this goddamn pre-order situation, because that's where, you're, where we are in life. But, you know, there's so much of that shit going on. It's like, but it will all just come back around if you can just make yourself wait. You know, it's all going to be online. If you can't get it there, you just wait somewhere. And like we talked about before, look at your local comic stores, look at your local, you know, marketplace, you know. Bullshit. Your things. local hooks and things. Your local hooks and things. Come to hooks and Things. <laughs> we have your figs and cock rings.
2: <laughs> oh my God. I know. I just spoiled Sammy's Christmas list. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, um, you're right. Not everything is uh pre-order creates a frenzy. It creates a madness. And now people now- are catching on to it though. Well, We're na- getting too smart to well, it. Well, now that you know, like today, uh, has repulsed like, hey, we got the Gold plated Optimus Prime Takara figure up for pre-order. I'm like, I really don't need a gold plated Optimus Prime. I know Hasbro. But somebody a, does. Yep. Somebody. Take a
1: day off though, Hasbro. Come no, it's
2: it's pretty nuts. They've been doing the Mando Monday again, where uh, every Monday they release some crazy Mandalorian. Here's situation. a mod. Yeah. Oh, and we're not going to even talk about Mandalorian season two. All I got to say is go see it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. S- seek it out. Borrow a you know borrow borrow and steal that password. Just check it out.
1: Just come over here and watch it. <laughs>
2: Viggo screens. Have a viewing show. Totally. Uh, but so talking about Mando, they just released a Target limited edition pre-order for the Mandalorian and Beskar and the child in his little prom jelly bean thing Aww. with the removable helmet. And Pedro Pascal is not an ugly man. No. He's a handsome dude. And he looks like he got smushed in this. Like somebody smushed his head. He'll he'll it'll look better once he comes out. I hope so. But it looks really bad. Like <laughs> it, like I really you know in the uh, no spoiler alert in the season one of Mandalorian when he takes off his helmet and he's all beat up. Um, I kind of don't want to see him. Yeah, you know, and it's against the whole thing of taking off your helmet Mandalorian style. Yeah. What, what the hell's wrong with these people? Yeah. But the figure doesn't look that great. And it's kind of funny how they also did our boy Poi Dam- uh Poi Dameron, uh, Dameron pretty dirty and all the Black Series figures. They can't get that actor's face correct.
1: Right. Um, and they came close on the
2: sculpt on the one, but the uh, pilot one was just. Yeah, he just looks idiots. like he got punched in the face and he's like sunken eyes. Yeah, it's like, what happened to you? I mean, as a, la- as a Latino with sunken eyes that's from Central America, I can totally empathize <laughs> yeah. with the brother, but it's just the action figure just if did You don't need a fig. You, have to, you <laughs> already have the template for the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly no so I don't know I mean this this pre-order frenzy and uh, we talk about it obsessively but it's it's just true and I think that like you said earlier Brett like things are gonna chill out there's gonna be some yeah. kind of kind of new new beginning that's gonna hold for maybe a couple years and people will chill out a little bit and not be at each other's throats hopefully. I'll maybe and maybe, maybe pre orders will not be so important. Because yeah. eventually you can get stuff. It's gonna be a little pricier maybe, but well, you can get it.
1: You know, on the other hand too, it's like these pre orders and you know this frenzy, his say you know, some of these things would have been a Comic Con I might not have got yeah, exactly. You know, like the Wampa or... Uh, the only I'm always saying that because it's right there still. The I'm Wampa hasn't... He's still
2: I, next to Patrick I Stewart from x Studio. I'm sorry. What's really funny is now my new Patrick Stewart is hanging out with the <laughs> yeah, old Patrick Stewart. Totally. <laughs> yeah. And, oh my gosh, uh, can I talk about Everybody's this? A, yeah. Oh my gosh. So talking about something cool that's that's random, Um, I'm looking at a little tiny box that has a little tinier box in it that has the good guy's... Who wants to be my best friend? Super Seven reaction figure. Yep, it's the T. It's, it's the Chucky action figure, the Chucky doll. It is crazy. It comes in a little good guys box. The box that came in came in. Is there pearls? What's up with the pearls in the box? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, this is this is an amazing <laughs> figure. Go look it up. It's the good guys. Uh, child's play action figure from super seven it is scary cool very very cool yeah that That could be on the list of you know top
1: well you know the packaging
2: the whole deal yeah on the list we'll see who gets fig of the year yeah but it's that's definitely something really unique and cool yeah it's
1: one of my favorite figs
2: so do you do you think uh this year we're gonna see some more stuff we haven't seen yet, or you think we're pretty much done for the
1: year. With uh my stuff with Super Seven?
2: With with either Super or, Seven or I mean I don't know. I mean know you guys that. did you guys did the 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 Chucky figure and then you also did the Halloween figure. Yeah, those should be there. Those should be out soon. Yeah, the Halloween figures is really cool. You got Jamie Lee and Nightmare
1: uh, before Christmas. Oh, oh my god. More Nightmare before
2: Christmas figures. Oh yeah. More characters. Uh-huh. Oh,
1: that's going to be really cool. Tons. That's awesome. So that'll be fun as far as, like, you know, those reaction things go. Yeah, uh, And Hasbro, I think that they're done for the year, I think. Yeah, you think? I hope. I would imagine. Yeah. Because, yeah, we're already on to, like, March of 2021 now. Right. With the toy world.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Christmas is done. And it's interesting to see what people are planning for next year what the shipping uh shipping uh slate is going to be for next year. I recently uh, online watched uh an interview with the guy who runs Nika Toys for example, hmm. and he gave a little good uh spotlight on the way production works for them and how they listen to the fans. And I've seen Brian Flynn from Super 7 talk about as well the production of stuff that they created. Um they uh you know did for pre-order like the turtles or whatever and Snake Mountain for example. But it's really nice to get some inside information on You know, not just some guy in a suit at Hasbro Mattel, who you never hear from. Right. Um, Although now the Hasbro creative team behind Marvel Legends and Star Wars is trying to, like, talk to the public and talk to the uh, podcasting and YouTube community a little bit more so we can get some more information. Yeah, they're great. I think it just shows how serious they're actually taking these adult collectors finally. Right. Which is really interesting. And it's also caught up, too, I think, a lot of them, just like the
1: ones over at uh, Super 7. Um, but sometimes even more so in places like Hasbro, they are collectors and they are nerds and they are fans. Yeah, that's why it comes up That's why something like that Chucky figure comes off yeah. so good. Yeah, because they you, you see the love that's put into something,
2: right? Like and it's a universal property. I mean, that's and you, crazy. It's a universal property, so you guys already have the universal license. Bam. So that kind of works. But this is unreal. I'm going to go ahead and put a picture of this sucker on the Grail Gangu Instagram. And uh, so you can check it out. And uh, I, do I get to keep this box, too? If you want to, yeah. Oh, I'd love it, because it's got the snake mountain.
1: It's yours. There. That was actually used in one of my Oh, picks. is that one of your props? Yeah. Yeah. Now you own something that's prop that's screen
2: used. Oh, hey, you know, screen see? used. That's got to be somebody's holy grail out there. <laughs> you see? We're already starting. The, the, the circle starts again. <laughs> well, oh. so we're going to be right back, and we'll finish up. We've got a lot uh, more to cover as far as... Um, uh, a couple closing uh, statements regarding, uh, you know, going into November in the holiday season, as well as a few shout outs to some of our favorite stores. And we'll be right back. We'll be right back.
1: WTTA, where, where the toys, toys are. <laughs> and we are back. We're going to wrap up this episode, this amazing third episode, uh, with just by saying a couple of things, Sammy.
2: Yeah, so, um, you know, uh, three is the magic number, and we've really in- been enjoying the show. Uh, stick with us, uh, grow with us. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at where the toys are at gmail.com. Check out our website where the toys are.org because we are a organization that is out here supporting the toy world. And um please be sure to check out Brett on Instagram at where the toys are and you can check out me on Instagram at Grail Gangu, grailgangu g r a i l g a n g u. Just slide into our DMs. Slide, slide. into our DMs and uh, get a hold of us if you want to be on the does. podcast, you want to send us some samples of your brand new bootlegs, whatever. We'd love to hear from you out there.
1: And we want also just to remind you too, you know, in this world today, in this climate today, whether you're taking pictures of action figures, whether you're designing them, whether you're making burritos at Taco Bell, whether you're changing the tires downtown, treat everybody the way you want to be treated. It's really simple. It's really easy. And just, you know, just really get into it and let's treat this next couple of years like, it's really going to be, you know, like, we, like we've been deprived of it. Put it that way. Just, you know, Just let's just do new things. I'm going to give one of my favorite stores in downtown San Francisco a shout out right now. They're called Jeffrey's Toys. And they're at 45 Kearney Street, right off of Maiden Lane. They used to be on Market Street for the longest time,
2: forever. One of the last big toy stores. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when F.A.O. Schwartz was downtown. But I've bought many a toy from Jeffrey Schwartz. They have comic books, too. They still have comic books? They do. Yeah, they have comic books. They have plush toys. They have really weird European toys that nannies can buy for their strange European children. And they have action figures.
1: Yep. And they are, like I said, right there off Maiden Lane. So really conveniently located off of Bard. They're a great store, family operated. Let them go in and check them out. I found many new Black Series figures there.
2: That's cool. Yeah. So for my shout out for uh, a uh Ma and pa store is J&A Collectibles Corporation in lovely Stockton, California at 714 West Fremont street. This is a father and son operation. They have vintage records, vintage toys, lots of vintage stuff. I've found that's where I found that uh, Kenner Boba Fett. Oh yeah. I found some, a lot of good loose Marvel legends. They have really good He-Man. They have video game, uh, old video game cartridges, old game and watches, tons of stuff. It's literally a uh, nerd's dream of all the cool stuff you can find there. It's in display cases, um uh the cash preferred but they're a great spot they're in downtown stockton anytime i'm in stockton or i'm passing through i definitely stop by there so check out jna collectibles corporation and uh they're in stockton
1: Stockton comes up a lot on I our know, show.
2: You know, it's
1: really crazy. Hashtag Stockton. You know, you can from now on, not even Fresno. <laughs> and I'm from that wretched cave.
2: And I'm telling you, like Stockton has, you know, they have a young mayor. They have a some sort of universal income program. I mean, it's a city possibly on the grow. Get your stocked. Get on. your oh, get your early in stock. Stockton. 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 Stock. I live in Stonkton. <laughs> Stonkton. Uh, yeah.
1: Well, I moved to Stonkton when I was 23. Exactly. And I'm you've know, been there forever. Anyway, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us talk. Because, you know, we love hanging out and doing it.
2: And we'll be with you again later this month, and uh, maybe get to some birthday shenanigans for Brett, mm-hmm. and definitely and Thanksgiving, some, and definitely have some more news on what's going on at the end of the year because this is constantly changing. Be sure to check our Instagrams for anything newer, and uh, we'll be talking to you very soon.
1: Peace through plastic
2: toys. You'll never outgrow us. Each sold separately. I like those odds. <laughs>
0: I don't